our man on the scene covering the baseball winter meetings for 97.3 The Fan, our pre- and post-game host of Padre Baseball here on 97.3 The Fan, Sam Levitt joins us. Sam, how are you today? Coach, I'm doing well. Greetings from the Opryland in Nashville. It's a good time here. Very, very busy already. You never know who you might see walking around the winter meeting. So every moment, very, very exciting. All right, uh, Sam, uh, you know what? I'm going to have Braden. I want Braden to get back in touch with you because your phone's breaking up a little bit right now. Uh, Braden, will you go ahead and uh, reset Sam, and, and we'll get him back on here in uh, uh, 15 or, or 30 seconds because I really want to get down to the brass tacks and find out exactly what's going on. And normally the first day, you know, there, most of everybody came in. Some people came in late Saturday night, uh, most of them yesterday. There may be a few that come in today. But today is really a ground-setting uh, uh, day where you're trying to, you know, set up your meetings if you haven't already set them up, and then you, you start really getting to it tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday, and then by Wednesday, uh, most everybody's exhausted, and they want to get out of there early on Thursday morning. But let's uh, get back in touch with Sam right now and uh, find out a little bit more. Uh, Sam, let's talk a little bit uh, about, uh, you know, kind of what is going on there right now. Have you seen any of the Padre contingent? Yeah, Coach, I have, and hopefully the, the cell reception and the new spot I'm standing in is a little bit better. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I have. Uh, I, I passed by A.J. Preller not all that long ago alongside some of the Padres PR staff. That was my first A.J. Preller sighting of these winter meetings. And, uh, you know, the various beat writers, Kevin Ac, Dennis Land, A.J. Casbell, they're all here and uh, ran into uh, Riley Westman. Uh, obviously, he was with the organization, ran into him a little while ago. So, uh, you know, always at the winter meetings, you're, you're constantly running into different people, really from, from all different areas of baseball and, and the organization, from A.J. Preller to, uh, you know, people associated with the minor leagues at times. So, yeah, I've, I've you know, already here in the first uh, 24 hours or, or, or so of being in the building, uh, I've already seen a lot of people for sure. You know, uh, Sam, uh, just with your sources, and, and you know a lot of different people. I mean, you, you've been to these uh, winter meetings now for a couple of years, and uh, you start meeting people, running into people. I mean, what seems to be the big topic? I would imagine Otani has to be on the front burner along with Juan Soto at this point in time on most of the people you visit with. Yeah, it, it seems to me Otani is, is item number one on everybody's minds, not only because he's such an amazing player, obviously, but also because I think that's really has to be the, the first guy to sign in, in a lot of ways, right? Because then teams say, if you're the Toronto Blue Jays, who are rumored to be in on that Otani sweepstakes, well, if the Blue Jays don't get him, would they turn their attention to somebody like Juan Soto? And we know that the Blue Jays have been linked to Soto already, um, would that make a team like the Blue Jays uh, more inclined to go get Soto, to give up more for Soto? So I would say to me from from talking to people around here last night and, and into this morning and into this afternoon, I think Otani is number one just because of uh, of the gravity of, of the player he is. And then, to be honest with you, Coach, I feel like Soto is number two right now. Everybody wondering what the Padres are going to do. Uh, what team would get him if the Padres will trade him here at the meetings, if they'll wait longer or, you know, or maybe never trade him at all. I guess we'll see how it all shakes out uh, this winter ultimately. Uh, and then I would say number three, I think Yamamoto, I mean, he's, he's garnering a lot of headlines around here, a lot of chatter about just how 
high the number will be as far as money. Um, he's going to get a big deal. So, you know, that would be maybe the, the first, you know, big time starting pitcher to sign. So those three in that order to me are, are what people are talking about right now. Otani followed by Soto and then followed by uh, Yamamoto. We're visiting with Sam Levitt. Uh, he's covering the winter meetings for 97.3 The Fan. Of course, you hear Sam all year long on our Padre pre- and post-game show here on 97.3 The Fan. Let, let's talk a little bit about the, the Padres. And, you know, I talked with Josh Stein on uh, Friday night, Sam, and, and yeah, they got to go get pitching. And there's no doubt about that. You know, they probably need a center fielder. He didn't tell me that, but I, I'm seeing that, you know, if they could move Soder to the Yankees for a, a bunch of – uh, players, uh, they'd want Grisham to go in that deal. Uh, you got to figure the catcher spot. Uh, Gary Sanchez did a good job, but unfortunately for the Padres, but fortunately for Sanchez, Sanchez really played well. And I've got to believe there's some teams out there that are going to want to sign Gary Sanchez, Sam. Yeah, I would agree. Um, look, I think he would be a great fit for the Padres next to Luis Camposano and, and have a very similar situation to what they did in 2023 when when they were both healthy but you're right coach I I think a signing like Gary Sanchez and if the Padres bring him back I I think it's about so much more than just Sanchez right it's about how much money do they have to spend which of course you know ties directly into this this Juan Soto conversation and everything that's being discussed and and rumored about here because it's it's you know it's obviously the biggest decision the Padres have to make and then everything sort of flows from there, just from the payroll standpoint, if the payroll is indeed going to be at that, you know, around that $200 million number. So um, you're right. Uh, there's a number of different ways the Padres can go, I think, with catcher, with the starting pitchers. But it, it all starts with, with what happens with Juan Soto. Um, you know, talking to some people, I, I don't know that there's a real sense or an absolute uh, sense that, that deal, if Soto does get traded, will happen here at the winter meetings. Now, of course, that's interesting because, you know, time is not necessarily on the Padres' side if they were trying to free up money uh, to go get other pieces, whether that's pitching, obviously, or whether that's a catcher, or whether that's another outfielder, whatever it may be. So for all those reasons, uh, the Padres' situation right now, I I think, is really complex in a lot of ways, and uh, we'll see what plays out here over the next few days, at least here at the winter meetings. Sam Levitt joining us from Nashville. The baseball winter meeting is getting underway today. Sam, a couple of questions on the Padres. One of them, Mike Schilt, the new manager. Have we heard anything at all? We, we know Ruben Niebla is coming back as the pitching coach. We know Ben Fritz interviewed for the Angel pitching coach job. It, it ended, ended up going to Barry Enright. So he's back with the organization. Do we know where uh, Mike is or where A.J. is uh, as far as uh, – Who's going to be on this coaching staff? Are they close to announcing anything? Have you heard anything yet? No. To my knowledge, Coach, I, I, I have not heard much on the coaching staff. Um, and I've asked a little bit, but I have not heard much on the staff. Um, you know, I don't know if that's unusual or not. You know, I, I'm not super familiar with how long it typically takes to put together a staff. And, and certainly also, in fairness, you know, the winter meetings are going on right now, and you would imagine this may be a time over the next few days where you're holding interviews and trying to figure out some different uh, positions on the staff. The, the good news is that we will talk to Mike Schilt tomorrow. Uh, he'll have formal availability. I'm sure he'll address, you know, kind of where they're at with the staff, and A.J. Preller talks uh, to the media coming up here 
uh, in a little while, and, and then we'll talk throughout the week. So, um, and then hopefully I'll be able to uh, do something with with Mike Schilt one on one as well. So that's certainly something I'll broach with him. But right now I have not heard much on the coaching staff, which you know I'm not totally sure if that's unusual or not, but. Uh, just sort of is what it is right now, and I would imagine at some point here before the end of the year, we'll, you know, we'll have a pretty good idea of what this staff's going to look like. You know, Sam, uh, depending on what happens with Soto, we had looked at fan graphs and contracts last week, and they they thought the Padres would have, if they didn't trade Soto between ten and twenty million dollars, that uh, you know, for the uh, free agent spending this winter, well, that's not going to get it done, obviously. So that's why I think everybody figures Soto's going to get dealt, and they'll have about yeah. fifty million uh, to free up on their their uh, uh, salaries for next year. My question to you. You know, I'm just trying to put two and two together. Padres are going to probably have to sign one or two guys that are going to try to, you know, have a reclamation project. And one of those guys, I think, is a guy that Mike Schilt is very well aware of, Jack Flaherty, who was with the Cardinals and then last year got traded to the Orioles and didn't pitch very well as a starter. They put him in the bullpen, but he's a free agent, and I would think – you know, they're saying he'll probably sign a one-year deal for about $10 million. Just kind of keep your eyes and ears open on Jack Flaherty to the Padres because that may end up happening. Yeah, no, it's a good point, Coach, and I think it's exactly the kind of guy that the Padres would aim for based on the money situation, and that's that's really whether they trade Soto or not, right? Because even in the case of, of trading Soto, yeah, it's going to free up you know, an extra 30 plus million dollars to spend, but it's also not like, uh, you know, if, if they want to stay at that $200 million number, well, it's not like you're going to have the money to, to, you know, go sign somebody who's making, you know, $20 million a year upwards. Right. So I think the, the, the idea of, of somebody like Flaherty rings true, no matter what happens with the Soto situation. And look, that is to me what, you know, beyond, the deal with Soto and what happens there, that is the challenge of this offseason for A.J. Preller is essentially doing what he did last season and doing it again and finding the Michael Walkers and the Seth Lugos and guys, you know, they weren't necessarily quote-unquote reclamation projects, but guys that you could sign to a one-year or really short-term deal and hope you get the absolute best out of. So, you know, regardless of what happens with Soto, I think that mission for A.J. Preller very much stays the same. That's what they have to do to fill out, you know, three to four rotation spots potentially. All righty, Sam. I got a couple of more I want to shoot at you before I let you go, and uh, you can go yeah. back there and uh, uh, rub shoulders with all your big buddies uh, back there at the <laughs> winter meetings. Uh, uh, Jung Hoo uh, Lu, we're uh, or Lee, excuse me, Jung Hoo Lee, supposed to be posted. I don't know if he's been officially posted today or not, but. Uh, teams would have 30 days to, to negotiate with him and his representation. Uh, he's a guy that's been linked to the Padres. You heard any talk at, at all about him? Yeah, I've not beyond what's already been reported, and that's that, you know, they, they have interest. Again, I, you know, you, you look at the payroll situation and everything we've heard on that front, and, you know, you, you do wonder how they would, you know, fit a contract like that in, depending on what that number is. What I have heard about him is that, you know, is that he's a solid hitter. He's a really, really good defender. And he's a guy that, that, you know, people believe will develop into a a really, really good major league player. So obviously somebody that teams want, it doesn't surprise me at all with the Padres and AJ Preller, they would show interest. I mean, that, you know, coach, that's what we know about AJ and that's what we know about 
you know, the modern day Padres is that, you know, whether they ultimately land the player or not, they always seem to show interest, right? And that's part of the reason I think why they've, you know, they've tended to uh, surprise people at winter meetings like this, you know, last year with the Bogart still being a prime example. So um, I've heard very good things about, about Lee. Um, but as far as the Padres, you know, knowing beyond, you know, knowing anything beyond them having interest, um, you know, not much there, but, you know, I suppose once he's posted and, and teams really have a, a crack to, you know, to meet with him and his representatives, I assume we'll, we'll find out more information once that really starts happening now that he's been posted. All right, Sam, as I let you get out of here, and I realize it just got underway a few hours ago and people are coming and going and trying to set up meetings and going up to hotel rooms and having meetings, and you're going to see players walking through the lobby yeah. uh, between now and when we talk to you tomorrow again at 12 o'clock. But are you hearing any rumblings at all? And I, I know Otani and Soto and Yamamoto, yeah. they seem to be taking the, a lot of the press right now, but have you heard anything about our, our guys, Blake Snell and Josh Hader at all? No, I've I've not heard anything on them, which I, I don't know if if you know, if it's just that <laughs> we haven't heard anything or I don't know if it's it's part of um, you know, the Yamamoto and Otani part of it, right? I mean I I'll tell you this, coach, there is a sense here that you know, not a lot is gonna happen before Otani signs. That has to be the first thing that happens and I've heard, you know, similar on the Yamamoto front. And maybe that's why for somebody like Blake Snell, who I assume will be in high demand by at least a handful of teams, maybe that's why we haven't heard anything on Snell, you know, but I, I would say that that part of the reason maybe we haven't heard a whole lot. And, and quite frankly, even here on the first day, I don't feel like there's been a ton of, you know, a ton of real rumors. And certainly, you know, aside from the, the trade with uh, Seattle and Atlanta last night, there's not really been anything today yet, although it's very early um, the, the sense I get around here is that the Otani part of this is very important to kind of jumpstart everything else, and that includes Juan Soto and and obviously a lot of other uh, other players as well. But um, I, to me, that's that's a big reason why you know things have been slow, and we probably haven't heard anything on Snell or anything. You know, I don't know that Hater necessarily has a you know his signing has a relation to, to somebody like Yamamoto, you know, being a closer, but. Um, I, you know, with both those guys, uh, obviously who were very good for the Padres, you know, beyond very good, great for the Padres. Um, not a whole lot to report on right now with either of those guys, but you know, you'd assume you'll get some some stuff uh, before the winter meetings are over. Oh, I guarantee you that. I think tonight, uh, Sam, we're going to start. Uh, things are going to start uh, uh, filtering out. Uh, a lot of groundwork being laid uh, early this morning and uh, early this afternoon. Yeah. But I would imagine after dinner tonight, we're going to start hearing about this meeting, that meeting. This guy may be going right. here. Or this trade could happen. And hey, uh, stay on it, my friend. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at high noon. Have a great night and be safe down there. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would remind people, even last year, Coach, you know the. You know, it took a while for it to get going, and then we had Judge and we had Bogarts, and then Trey Turner got signed during the meetings as well. So uh, it, it'll get going here. We got plenty of time. Absolutely, be safe down there, Sam. Thanks. All right, Coach. Thank you.